Welcome to Interviews, hosted by Randy Goodman, Harvey Callis Real Estate, your real estate professional. Get to know our community, our businesses, products, and services that will elevate your life. Please welcome your hostess, Randy Goodman. Hey everybody, it's Randy Goodman here with Harvey Callis Real Estate, and I am excited to be talking to Kirsty Perring, who is the founder of Traversing Africa. Can't wait to hear all about it. Thank you, Kirsty, for being here with me. Thanks, Randy. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> well, it's a pleasure to have you, and uh, I can't wait to hear all about it. So tell me all about Traversing Africa. What does that mean? Okay, so um, Traversing Africa is a um, travel company and um, I specialize in Africa as the name suggests. Um, the name of my company is a little bit of a play on my son's name. His name is Travis um, and Traversing obviously just means to travel or um, explore the globe. Um, so as I'm sure you can hear from my accent, I am South African. Um, and obviously very passionate about Africa and her wildlife and the communities there. So my main focus is um, selling uh, customized trips to Africa, um, mm. but I do do other parts of the world as well. So I do Europe, South America, Asia, um, but sort of more focused on the unique destinations, more difficult to get to those kind of places. Okay, awesome. So would that include like, safari trips and stuff absolutely yeah safaris is a, a big part of what i do and what i promote okay i love that <laughs> i love that and i know lots of people love to go on those types of trips so it's pretty awesome but is this something you always did were you always into travel kirsty or what did you think you were going to be um, at school, I had a few different ideas. I was going to be a nurse, then I was going to be a lawyer. But straight after school, as a lot of um, people do, I sort of took a gap year and from South Africa headed to London, um, where I was a nanny for a couple of years and, you know, spent that time backpacking through Europe, um, as you do when you're a teenager. And I guess that's when the travel bug sort of bit. Um, and after that, came back, studied um, travel and tourism and launched straight into my career, um, you know, from the time I was 21. So I have been doing it for a long time, but in different roles and different capacities. So I've been sort of in a high street travel agent, you know, where you walk in the door and, and book a trip, um, to being more behind the scenes at a tour operator, where I put together the actual itineraries and brochures and, and that sort of thing. I've done training, um, I've done corporate travel. So a lot of different roles within the industry, which is, is constantly evolving. And um, yeah, about 18 months ago, I started my own company, um, purely because I wanted to um, promote Africa in a different way to people. I wanted to showcase it, that it is a family, des a friendly destination, because a lot of people are a bit nervous about taking kids to Africa. Um, as I said, I've got a son and he's been going on safari since he was two. So it's definitely, you know, a, a good place to take kids. Um, and just to try and sell travel um, as more of a transformational experience for people um, and just help people to be mindful of their carbon footprint. Um, I try to partner with sort of um, other sustainable um, tourism partners. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty much what, what I've been doing my whole life. Wow. Wow. I love that. 
So tell us a little bit about uh, like who would be the right people to call you and work with you versus say another travel agent? Sure. So, um, as I said, I, I love working with families. I do a lot of multi-generational family trips or groups of families who want to travel together. Um, so I guess, you know, when you're traveling to Africa, it is a far way to go. Um, it can be more higher end. So people who are looking possibly for exclusive use of a large, um, that kind of thing, and who have a bit more time to travel because, you know, as I say, it's far to go. It's not somewhere you're just going to go for a couple of days. You want to see and do as much as you can. Um, so, yeah, I love working with families. That said, I've done a lot of honeymoon trips as well. Africa is a great destination for honeymooners. So people combine a safari with a beach destination, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so I like doing that as well. Um, yeah, and I, I guess people who are wanting to customize their own trip as opposed to just purchasing a cookie cutter trip out of a brochure um, or, you know, it's very easy to go online and book a cruise for yourself. It's not that easy when it comes to um, putting together a trip around Africa. Um, so I like, you know, to really be involved with people, find out what their interests are and match them to the right um, destinations and um, products as well. I love that. So it's much more personalized and custom service, but that they're probably not going to miss anything either because you're so familiar, obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> you know exactly what you're talking about. You're not only from there, but you also have been doing this most of your working life. So you're very knowledgeable when it comes to this topic. And yeah, I think it would be a really good idea for people to reach out to you and, uh, you know, have you help them book because you'll make sure that they're not missing anything that they could be experiencing, right? Or getting connected to yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. So if people have a particular interest, say it's culinary type of things or, you know, photography, mm -hmm. then I know who to partner with on the ground to make sure that they get the best experience. Um, and I think that's a difference with me as well, is that I work directly with partners in Africa on the ground in each country. Mm -hmm. um, so I've built relationships up with those people and I trust them and I know that they're going to look after my clients from the moment they arrive. Um, so it's really just a whole, you know, combined package of everything um, as opposed to people having to piecemeal things all together themselves. Yeah, and I think that's really great for your business because then people can really trust that they're going to have a good trip, especially when, you know, it might be a more costly trip than the average trip, and it's also far away to go, <laughs> you know, um, so people might feel they're, you know, taking a chance or taking a risk, and at least they have somebody they can trust, uh, you know, who knows the ins and the outs, but also knows the people over there because you go on safaris yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, uh, I'm struggling a little bit at the moment with the <laughs> lack of safaris, but um, yeah. I hear you, I hear you. So how has this been? I mean, we're in the middle of COVID right now. So, um, you know, in case people are watching this years from now, but uh, tell us how is this affecting your business? 
Sure. So um, I'm sure, as you know, the travel industry um, has taken a huge knock. Um, pretty much all borders are closed for any non-essential travel. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been very challenging. Um, but we are starting to see glimmers of hope. Um, you know, we are starting to see that some countries are relaxing their um, lockdown. Um, enforcements and what's sort of coming out in the industry at the moment is um, that the first step to getting back to normal will be that domestic travel will probably open up. Um, a, a number of countries are looking at creating travel bubbles so for example New Zealand and Australia um, are speaking about a travel bubble where their citizens would be able to move freely between the two. Right. Um, likewise, some Baltic um, countries in Europe are doing that. For us in Canada, it means that our bubble would potentially be with the United States, which at this point, um, I'm sure many Canadians don't want those borders <laughs> open. Um, but right. yeah, so it's, it's <laughs> definitely, um, it's definitely changed. And I think, you know, we have to look at the positives that are going to come out of that. And um, what it looks like is that there's just going to be a lot more, um, hygiene when it comes to travel, um, which I don't think is a bad thing that they're going to be deep cleaning aircraft and that sort of thing. Um, obviously, it's going to mean longer times for check-in and security and people are going to be screened a lot more than before. Um, potentially, we're going to be having to wear masks on aircraft for a, a while coming. Um, but at the same time, it does seem to have um, opened up this more um, possibility to people traveling, traveling more mindfully. People are looking at traveling to wi wide open spaces now, um, which I think is a good thing because there's so many cities and areas that have become so overpopulated with tourists um, because of big cruise ships and things like that. Um, so it, it does seem the world kind of has needed a break from that. Um, and this is kind of just the catalyst that's, that's sort of getting that going. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people in the industry are losing their jobs at the moment and, um, you know, hoteliers, um, yeah, lodges are, you know, they, they're completely shut. Um, so it's, it's going to be tough times. Um, and I think, I, again, I'm seeing reports that some of Europe will open for summer travel. Again, I think that will be more um, limited to people from Schengen countries. Um, but... Slowly and gradually, it, it will come back. Um, travel has to come back. Um, as I said, initially domestically, and I think people will also want to visit their family first and foremost, because that's been tough for a lot of people um, who travel for that reason. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting times, but um, it's also great to see the positivity and so many of my partners are putting out great um, videos and training sessions and, you know, armchair safaris and all these different things that you can do. Um, and sort of one of the hashtags that is training at the moment is, is dream now, travel later. So they're very much trying to keep the dream of travel alive. Um, and yeah, I, I hope that by next year, um, things will things will be starting to look up again. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. And we hope that uh, you know people in the travel business can ride it out and be able to hold on until we've opened up again. Because I know they're getting hit hard, 
really hard. Yeah. So, um, you know, along with many other businesses out there. So it's, uh, you know, there's, there's some good and some bad and some restructuring and some creativity happening. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So you I also- I think something else I saw, I've seen on a couple of- Sorry? Now, I was just going to say, I've seen on a couple of um, polls that people have done is due to this, a lot more people have said they would be more likely to use a travel advisor going forward um, than they have in the past, just because, you know, of all the different terms and conditions, people who have booked trips on their own, who are now trying to get refunds from airlines and tour operators are really realizing how difficult it can be. So I think people will kind of go back to um, having a trusted travel advisor, which is also um, a great thing. Right. Absolutely. So you also like to give back to society. Can you tell us a little bit about what's important to you and how you like to give back? Yes. Yeah, so um, as I mentioned, um, I'm very passionate about wildlife and the conservation of wildlife, um, particularly the rhinos. I'm sure you know that rhinos have been poached um, to the brink of extinction. Right. And um, so th there's so many amazing um, conservation charities set up that do support wildlife and anti-poaching. Um, so I've partnered with one um, called the uh, Rhino Project. And um, basically what I do is for anybody that I have going to Africa, I will donate um, a portion of my um, proceeds towards them, um, just in helping with um, conservation of, of rhinos. Um, but in different countries, I do different things. So in Cape Town, I support a dance school. Um, in Kenya, I support a project that's called um, seed balls and basically what it is. So for all my clients that go to Kenya, when they arrive, um, they get a little packet of seed balls, which is literally just a way of reforestation within Kenya. And they can go and throw these in certain areas, obviously not just anywhere willy nilly. Um, and that helps with, you know, replanting and regrowth. Um, so a lot of things like that, um, I try and do in each country. I, I've sort of selected a cause that um, speaks to my heart. Um, and then just here um, within Toronto, again, I sort of host um, consumer evenings um, showcasing um, the plight of rhinos. Um, I'm a Sunday school teacher, so I'm very involved at my church, um, which is also now online at the moment. So very interesting times for that. Yes. Um, yeah, but just, uh, again, just encouraging people that when they travel um, to do as much as they can for local communities that they that they visit. There's a great um, concept which is called Pack for a Purpose. And literally anybody can do it to any country that you're visiting. It's not specifically Africa related. Mm -hmm. And it just means um, that when you're traveling, find a little extra space in your suitcase to take some needed items. Mm -hmm. um, so it could be school supplies, it could be um, lightly used clothing or new clothing, um, or you know anything like that that you can actually give to um, a local community. So um, I always try and, you know, encourage people to, to do that as well. But I do have links on my website to all of the causes that we support. Yeah, that's a great idea. I've been hearing about that for a few years now, you know, like, uh, like when we went to Dominican a few years ago, and, you know, just packing and bringing some 
needed items like you don't even realize how destitute some of the uh, natives are on some of these islands and countries that we visit and to just be mindful and maybe pack a few extra things whatever they are they could be you know coloring for kids it could be chalk for the road it could be clothes for children or adults it could be like literally anything right um, you know just imagine that you didn't have anything like what could yeah. you bring right you can even run to, if you didn't have stuff of your own to give away you could go run to the dollar store and grab some stuff you know like there's, <laughs> there's, yeah, so, many. there's so many ways what what i do i travel to africa at least three times a year and what i'll try and do is just um either from the school moms or my local community is collect um clothing mm. for kids um and i'll take an extra suitcase and um take that to a children's home in South Africa. And a lot of the times, if the airlines actually know that, that what, that's what your extra baggage is for, right. they'll give you free allowance. Really? So, it, yeah, it's, it's really easy to, to do something like that. Yeah, because I know they like to charge you for the extra baggage, but it's nice yeah, to know that uh, there are some airlines that will uh, allow you to bring it for free to help you with the cause of giving. So I love that. That's great. Uh, so how can people reach out to you? Sure. So um, I'm pretty much on most um, social media platforms. I'm on Facebook. Um, we've got a, you know, a company page on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, all of our Instagram photos are actually our own that we've taken on our travels and on our um, safaris. So, um, you know, feel free to follow there for some inspiration. Um, yeah, so through the website as well, traversingafrica.com, um, my email's on there, my phone number's on there. Um, I work from home, um, which is great because it hasn't been a major change for me in terms of um, COVID and that. Um, so I'm pretty flexible, um, you know, with my hours and um, going to see clients and meeting clients and things like that. Um, yeah, so you can reach out in any of those ways. Okay, perfect. Thank you. And uh, do you have any tips or suggestions for people right now? It could have to do with anything that's resonating with you. Um, I think one, of, one thing that I say quite often to people is, as I said, many people will come to me and say, um, I would love to go to Africa. It's on my bucket list, but I'm waiting for my kids to get older. And one of the things that I will always say is, is don't wait for your kids to get older. Um, take them, you know, when they're young and impressionable, um, because it's, it's such a joy to experience um, a trip like that with, with young kids. Um, you know, there's so many places that you can go where you can actually um, have a complete um, detox from technology. There's no Wi-Fi, there's no iPads, um, and you really get to bond as a family and enjoy things together. Um, it just takes you back to sort of grassroots and nature. Um, so yeah, I encourage people to, to go as soon as they can to Africa. And I know that once they've been, they'll want to go back again. Um, it really, Africa gets under your skin. So, and there's so many amazing places to, to travel to. Um, so yeah, my, my sort of tip is don't wait. I know now you have to wait a little while, but, um, as soon as you can travel again, sort of, uh, do that and um, yeah just you know to 
to not be afraid and, um, you know, to look for adventure. Um, we, we talk about African time, things working in Africa time, meaning, you know, it's very slow. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's totally worth it. So Perfect. yeah, travel, travel as much as you can with your kids. That's my, my tip. <laughs> Good. Um, do you want to share with us uh, the name and how you came up with the name of your company? Sure. So, yeah. So my son's name is Travis, as I said. So, um, yeah, we, we call him Trav mostly for short. And, um, yeah, then we just sort of, um, came up with traversing Africa, which became a little bit limiting when I'm selling the rest of the world. So (laughs) (laughs) it does make people think that's all I do, but, um, we actually, then sort of bought the URL. So we have Traversing Asia, Traversing South America, and Traversing Europe sort of under our umbrella, um, <laughs> which we, we plan to branch out into more. Um, and then we sort of were trying to come up with like a, an umbrella name and um, it, it was quite difficult. So we kind of are at the moment actually just toying with Traversing Travel, um, which kind of encompasses that it is a travel company because some right. people not know and um yeah just you know that it that you can travel anyway so um now with traversing the world (laughs) yeah we looked at that and uh, i don't know it was kind of a long you know a long name and so um anyway we'll we'll launch that soon um with sort of a a new website showcasing other destinations all right Um, that's awesome that's yeah, awesome. because at the moment, it's, our website just really does Africa and the Middle East. Right. Okay, perfect. And before we sign off, do you want to just comment on what the future holds for the travel agencies? Yeah, look, I think, um, as I said, people are, are going to come back to travel agents, um, travel advisors, um, because they, you know, will see them as having the knowledge. It's not, you know, there are a lot of people who maybe just become a travel agent I'll get free trips um, that's not what it's about um, you know there's a lot of hard work and um, legal things that go into it um, what's quite interesting and what's sort of been established in the last couple of years is that travel agents are starting to charge fees for consulting mm-hmm. um, and you know this sort of two trains of thought about that, whether um, it's a good thing or a bad thing. So the one is that people may not want to pay an upfront quoting fee. Um, And then you might think, well, then that's not my type of client if they're not willing, you know, to commit in that way. Um, But I think because sort of in the past we used to rely a lot on commissions from airlines and things like that we don't get paid those commissions anymore so this is a way of kind of you know making some sort of an income um and it's you know lawyers charge for their consulting accountants do it's it's no different really um and it's it's a you know, it's a sliding scale of how much you want to charge, but it's also, it's really just a deposit. So it will go towards a future trip. It's not necessarily, um, you know, but it just shows that your clients are committed um, and that you obviously committed to, to working with them and, um, you know, doing all the research for them. It, I think people realize that it does take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I say, if you're booking a, a quick cruise or something like that, it's easy just to log on and do it yourself. But where you're going to multiple destinations, there's different flights involved. Yeah. Um, 
you know, that's where we are the experts in working out, um, not necessarily what's the cheapest, because the cheapest isn't always the best. Um, you know, it comes with a lot of restrictions, but what is the most value for money, um, you know, and what, mm-hmm. what works for you. So, yeah, I think, um, I think that travel agents will, you know, come out of the strong. Um, it's just going to take a little while. And, um, yeah. <laughs> just got to plug through, right? Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you so much, Kirsty, for sharing with us today. Please share your website one more time. And of course, your contact info will be available on the page. Okay. So it's uh, traversingafrica.com. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thanks for having me, Randy. Pleasure. Thank you for listening to this interview hosted by Randy Goodman. We hope you will take action and connect with the incredible business people and leaders in our community. And remember, Randy is always here to answer any questions you have regarding your real estate needs. Be sure to register on the website and stay up to date on what's happening in your area at parkbench.com slash millpond.